0: Planet Japan, episode 23, for November 9th, 2005. Marilyn Monroe and the Dirt Thieves. On today's show, you'll find out exactly why Marilyn Monroe is so beloved in Japan, and listeners answer the age-old question, to moo or not to moo? And of course, as always, the Planet Japan dancers will make your heart skip a beat. All that and much more on Planet Japan. Stay tuned. Get ready. Get, ready. Get, ready. Get your seat, Get your seat, seat fast fastened. Fast fast fast
1: we're about yeah, ready to, ready land, to land, land on the planet, planet Japan, Japan, Japan. Japan. with Amy and Doug. Oh, I'm big, in Japan. I'm big in Japan. Hey, boy, I'm big in Japan. I'm
0: big in Japan. So, you want to hear a joke? Sure. Uh, you probably heard that there's this big uh, bird flu outbreak that everybody's worried about, this pandemic. Well, George Bush, our president, has everything under control. He has a new plan to attack the bird flu problem. Yes. His plan is to attack the bird flu in Iraq before it can attack us here.
1: And I heard that it's going to be called Flock and Awe.
0: Flock and Awe, exactly. It's going to be called Flock and Awe. That's right. You heard that. I did. Okay. Thank you again to our friend Jay Leno for that wonderful joke of uh, Los Angeles, California, our number one listener, by the way.
1: And I think I'm going to give him a big moo. What do you think?
0: Well, you know, we've had this big controversy lately about the mooing.
1: Okay, so let me give Jay Leno a big (laughs) moo, and we'll uh, move right on into that controversy. Uh Ready?
0: Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Thank you, Jay Leno. Now, the reason that moo might not have sounded exactly like Amy's mooing is because, as you know, last week we had this big controversy, some people not liking the mooing. So we gave people options. We got a big response. Great. Thousands and thousands of people. Oh, wrote, wrote emails to us
1: mm-hmm.
0: and cast their vote. hmm A lot of dispute among the vote uh, among the uh, the lawyers though, and eventually we did end up going to the Supreme Court. <gasps> yeah. Where they decided <laughs> five to four to keep the moving.
1: <gasps> Great. Yeah. Mo- now a lot of a lot of
0: people, a lot of people did vote for controlled moving though.
1: That's right. It, it does seem to be that extraneous, miscellaneous, willy nilly mooing is out. Yes. I Controlled so. mooing was the overwhelming mm-hmm. option I by think most so. people.
0: Now, the reason uh, that didn't sound like you before is because one of our listeners, a Mr. John Bott, actually sent us some canned cow mooing.
1: Yeah, which is <laughs> always nice.
0: Yeah. He said maybe it's not the mooing per se that is the problem, maybe it's the quality of the mooing.
1: Is he saying that my mooing isn't high quality?
0: Oh, contraire. He says not that Amy's voice is not sexy and smooth. On the contrary. Ah. Let's leave the mooing, though, to a professional. That is to say, a cow. And leave the radio to Amy. So then he sent us a couple of actual clips of cows mooing, and that's what our tribute to Jay Leno was.
1: Mm, that was wonderful. Thank you yeah. very much.
0: John also has a very interesting website called How to Dance.
1: Oh, we can learn how to dance there?
0: Exactly. You go there and there's little videos and stuff. and You can learn how to dance. Great. Right on the internet. We'll put a link up, but his uh, website address is dance. That's the number two. Mm-hmm. Howtodance.com. Great. Yeah. Thanks, John. Uh, well, it's, what else did people say about mooing? Oh, the, poor Yumiko. Oh, what? Our Japanese friend who mm-hmm. listens to us on the train. She's been frightened by your mooing.
1: <gasps> frightened by my moos? Yeah.
0: <laughs> because was she said, "Well, no, she likes the moos, but so she just said it was kind of loud."
1: All right, so I should uh, try to control my moves a little bit more, turn down the volume. Yes,
0: turn down Got the it. volume a little bit. For I can Yumi, do that for Yumiko especially.
1: For Yumiko, I can do it.
0: Yumiko is a sweet girl. I know. I, I just you know, know her? No, but I just know she's a sweet girl.
1: Oh, she likes mooing. She must be. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, I'd I'd like to give Yumiko a moo.
0: Mm. Uh, What else have we got? Uh, oh, Otto from Finland. He says, um, in my opinion, you really should not decrease the mooing. I do not find it, find it annoying at all. I have a friend who lives on a farm, and that mooing and all that cow stuff reminds me of her. So keep mooing, Amy. Mm. <laughs>
1: I'm keeping mooing. This is great. I like this moo mail. Now,
0: also, he told us that kissa uh, means cat in Finnish. Yeah, remember last week somebody told us that "kissa" means uh, "piss" in Swedish. Wow! So if you're on the border between Finland and Sweden, it would mean cat piss. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Otto from Finland. Uh, what else? We oh we got a we got an email from our friend Osaka Jack, but apparently Jack's been off his medication.
1: Oh, what did he say?
0: I <laughs> I'm not sure exactly. But it's something about, he thinks we should go mooless. (gasps) Uh, If we go mooless, Mooless. he might be forced to go pantless.
1: Ah, I see. Yeah. Well, cows don't wear pants, so. That's true. Maybe that's the connection.
0: (laughs) Okay, so let's see. Hey, I have one here. Yeah, what do you got?
1: And this guy says, (laughs) Por cierto, Amy, ¿podrías hacer un moo con un toque sexy la próxima vez? (laughs) <laughs> so, he's asking me if I could have a sexier moo next time.
0: Oh, in Spanish. Yeah.
1: Now, this is from from Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Gabriel, disculpame, pero el problema no es mi voz. <laughs> es que no hay vacas uh-huh. muy sexy. Yeah. Entonces, mm-hmm. eso, eh, si es que puedo escuchar una vaca sexy, entonces voy a aprender cómo hacer un moo más sexy.
0: You know, I couldn't have said it better myself. That well, was just well said.
1: Well, it's just that, you know, there aren't very many sexy cows. Mm-hmm. So if as soon as I meet a sexy cow, I will definitely learn how to move sexier.
0: Okay. There you go. Thank
1: you very much, Gabrielle.
0: <laughs> uh, remember our friend Joe who does the um, movie review oh, yeah, podcast yeah. Mm-hmm. called Cinema Slave?
1: Cinema Slave, sure. Yeah.
0: He has an interesting idea. He thinks you should move twice as much than you Ooh, normally I like this. do. Because then later, when you go back to the regular amount of mooing, people will really appreciate that. You, you follow the on? less
1: mooing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, the
0: people who think you move too much now will be happy with your regular amount of mooing if you double it for the next few weeks. Right. Either that or they'll just stop listening entirely. Well, that's true. Yeah. Mm. There is that possibility. But I don't know. Well, it's a concept.
1: It certainly is. See,
0: people are thinking creatively now.
1: Right. And we good. like this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Got this email from uh, Shane Wilson. He uh, also thinks you should keep moving. Great. He says, don't stop the moves. I love them. And he also has a question, so I, I thought we'd include it in our Q&A session this week.
1: Great idea.
0: He has an interesting question. He says, "He says one thing I've noticed uh, is that there seem to be vending machines everywhere in Japan. And whenever someone is hungry or thirsty, they can get any kind of snack or drink that they want from a machine. But I've heard rumors of other things being sold in vending machines in Japan. From beer to pizza to even panties and porn videos. Mm. Well, We talked about the DVD porn. We did. Before, yeah, at the bus stop. He says, is this true? And if so, what are some weird and interesting things you have seen in vending machines in Japan? Hey, I
1: saw an interesting vending machine just a few days ago. What'd you see? I mean, I've seen a lot of vending machines, but this is the first time I'd ever seen one of these. Mm -hmm. Guess what they were selling? Give me a hint. Eggs.
0: Well, that's not a hint. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> they were selling eggs in a vending machine.
1: There was there, this big, huge vending machine yeah. with all these slots for eggs. Really? Like cartons of eggs. So you
0: put in your money and the eggs drop down.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> not that kind of vending machine. It's a little different. It's more uh-huh. like a coin locker, except oh, that okay. it has a window in it. I see. And so you put your money in, you open it. And you take out the eggs and close the door.
0: Oh, like the old automats.
1: But um, I, I thought this was hilarious, right? Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there waiting for the store to open. I was at a supermarket, and of course it didn't open until 10, because this is Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was sitting there, and when you know, while I was sitting there, someone came up, put money in the vending machine, and bought some eggs. Oh, my God. Wouldn't you think they would just open the grocery store a little earlier? Sure. No, no, no. Not Japan. Nothing opens before 10 now, o'clock. We,
0: was this only eggs in the machine? or Only
1: eggs. And there were really? three huge machines right next to each other. I mean, you could have bought hundreds of dozens of eggs.
0: <laughs> if you wanted, or if you're you re- really into eggs, I guess.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then while I was sitting there, another thing happened that I was just really amazed is an egg truck came.
0: To stock it, the vending machine. To
1: stock the vending machine. Well, yeah. You this is really comes. big business.
0: That's amazing. I've never seen an egg vending machine. Yeah.
1: I have a picture of it.
0: Great. So you, you can prove that you're not just...
1: That's right. ...lying to us. Could you put it up on the blog?
0: I suppose I could.
1: Okay. <laughs> if not, then I'll send it personally to Shane myself.
0: Any other uh, odd things you've seen in vending machines?
1: Well, so far there are no cows.
0: No, not yet. But there are. you can buy just about anything in the vending machine. You
1: can. You can buy big... Uh, those. <clears throat> Big, like, 10-kilogram bags of rice. hmm You can buy batteries. You can buy, CDs. hmm yeah.
0: yeah. Now, um, the one thing you cannot buy in vending machines, and this is, I thought, kind of unusual, I've never seen a newspaper vending machine. I have. Really?
1: Yep. Now, they're, they're not like the ones we have in the U.S.
0: Yeah, they're everywhere in the U.S. Yeah. Every street corner has a newspaper vending machine.
1: These are like... They're... S- The newspapers are stacked And they'll have all different kinds of newspapers In one machine Mm -hmm. And they're just little slots Oh, I see With like ten papers each Of each kind Really? Uh Uh-huh But you're right You don't see them very often
0: Yeah, normally you have to go to like a kiosk Or a convenience store Or someplace like that To Mm -hmm. get a newspaper
1: Or have it delivered
0: Yeah, you know, I was in I was walking through the um, The the sex district the other day On my way home
1: Do we have a sex district in Okayama?
0: Oh, you betcha Yeah (laughs) The red light district. Mm-hmm. Now they're always looking for new things, and I saw an interesting vending machine over there. Oh yeah, in the red light district. Yeah, it was in it was uh, it was this place where you could you you could have a choice of which woman you wanted, and there was like four women in little windows, mm-hmm. a- and you put in your ten thousand yen in a in a machine, and they just come down this slide right into your lap.
1: This is not true.
0: Okay, I made that up,
1: mm, but it's a great idea.
0: Somebody will hear this and put it together, yeah, yeah, and i sure. should I should get the credit for it, I think probably
1: <laughs> great invention, yeah,
0: thank you very much mm. okay, so thank you um thank Shane. you Shane mm. now i uh, I did do a little research on the internet. If anybody's really interested, I'll put a link on the blog to some other things that people can find in vending machines okay, great, thank you, Shane. I'd mm-hmm. like to
1: give all of those emailers a big move.
0: Moo <laughs> Okay So uh, I, I think this is not going to be one of those controlled mooing <laughs> podcasts
1: <laughs> Well, there's also lowing softly Oh, how does that go? Well, I think that's kind of what I'm doing now It's, uh-huh. it's I've, I've cut the volume down mm-hmm. And I'm making them much gentler Not so aggressive like uh, before
0: You know, I altered one of your moves last week
1: Yeah, I heard that <laughs> But it was kind of fun
0: It was kind of interesting It gave it a different kind of quality
1: now, before we move on to <laughs> more pressing matters yes. in the podcast, uh-huh. how about we have a group moo? All of the listeners out uh-huh. there, everyone together. Ready? So whether, One. You're, whether
0: you're on a train or anywhere you happen to wherever be, wherever you happen to be, just let out a big
1: moo. Okay, this is like the world moo. Ready?
0: Oh, the world moves together. This is like a, like a peace <laughs> thing. Yeah, Yeah. why not? The world mooing at, at, at once in harmony with, it, with everybody else in the world. That's right. I'm gonna cry. Okay, ready? Okay, yeah.
1: One, two, three. Moo.
0: moo. Okay. See, that's why that celebrities should be doing this kind of stuff. Not just you know singing these goofy songs. They should be mooing together.
1: Yeah, they should for sure. And
0: you know, putting out CDs and DVDs and so on.
1: Well, I think if we could get more people to moo out there, there would mm-hmm. be a lot less stress in the world.
0: Oh, I'm sure there would. Yeah, I'm sure that's very true. Okay, I think we need to move along.
1: Move along.
0: Yeah. I guess we haven't really properly introduced ourselves. I am Doug DeLong.
1: (laughs) And I'm Amy Chavez. And we are... Planet Japan.
0: Once again, episode 23.
1: Wow, really? Wow. Mm, 23. Scary.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, we've been talking uh, the last few weeks occasionally about these crazy new cafes.
1: Oh, yeah. I've got all kinds in Japan.
0: And they're especially popular among the otaku set. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And another one that just popped up recently in Tokyo is the Marilyn Monroe Cafe. As you know, Marilyn Monroe is very, very popular in Japan. She's like an icon. Yes. Yeah, people love Marilyn Monroe. They love James Dean. They love Audrey Hepburn. I saw Marilyn at uh, Universal Studios in Osaka. Oh, how is she? She's hot.
1: Is she? Well, still, after all these years. I thought she was dead.
0: Wow. But apparently she's living at Universal Studios.
1: Oh, yeah, all these people, Elvis, all of them, they never really died. It's amazing.
0: Mm. Anyway, this (laughs) point... This poor woman's whole job was standing there all day taking pictures with all these goofy people.
1: Having her picture taken with all these goofy people.
0: That's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she's very popular in Japan, so they've got this new cafe. As you know, one of the images of Marilyn is uh, standing on the over the subway grate, uh, the wind blowing her skirt up. Right. Yeah. And the highlight of the cafe is that uh, these sexy waitresses, some, I guess, dressed up like Marilyn, some dressed up like French maids or nurses or whatever, they'll come by your table, and when they do, a little blast of air comes shooting up from the floor from a giant fan.
1: (laughs) Oh, so we finally get to see what is underneath that skirt, huh? Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's Um, the Marilyn Monroe Cafe. The owner of the cafe is quoted as saying, We opened the cafe to try and provide a place for people exhausted by the stress of city life to come and feel relaxed. We want the sight of the women's shapely hips to give guys some energy to keep battling on. We need some music here.
1: (laughs) This is serious? Um,
0: Recently, people have started coming to the cafe more because they want to talk to the staff rather than simply look up their skirts. Gee, what will they want next? It's like us people who read the interviews in Playboy and don't really look at the pictures. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They want to talk to the waitresses. They don't really want to look up their skirts. There you go. Oh, by the way, did you know that Marilyn Monroe came to Japan once for one of her honeymoons? Oh. When she got married to um, Joe DiMaggio. Really? Indeed. And she created a sensation, as it were, by telling the press, yes, I came here on my honeymoon. And all I wore on my honeymoon night was Chanel number 5.
1: Ooh, well, I'd hope she wouldn't wear anything more than that.
0: It's her honeymoon night, for crying out loud. Gosh. <laughs> what do they expect?
1: Cow pajamas. Yeah. Anyway, That's you know... That's what they expected. Exactly.
0: That wedding between Joe and Marilyn didn't really work out.
1: Do you think Japan had something to do with it?
0: I don't think Joe likes Chanel number 5. I think that was the problem. So some people actually think these Marilyn Monroe cafes are kind of dirty, down and dirty.
1: Ah, oh, well, if they think they're down and dirty... Marilyn Monroe has some competition.
0: You must be talking about...
1: Soil thieves. Oh, the
0: infamous soil thieves. People are stealing dirt yep. in Japan. And they say there's no crime in Japan. Really? But people are stealing dirt.
1: This is the dirtiest
0: crime of them all. I can't believe it. This is shocking news. I'm not the only one that thinks it's shocking. The farmer whose rice paddy was pilfered of its soil... He says, we cannot forgive thieves who steal soil from rice paddies we've inherited from our ancestors.
1: Oh, the nerve.
0: This guy's not happy. Yeah. Somebody's stealing his dirt. Yes, I guess back in 2003, people began stealing dirt from these rice paddies in um, Sanda, Hyogo, hmm
1: That's near here.
0: Yeah, not too far. Uh, 2003, 2004, minimal amounts of dirt were stolen. But 2005, an explosion... Of dirt stealing.
1: Wow, how much? Occurred.
0: Well, according to uh, this article in the Mayanichi paper, it was about 440 kilograms in an eight-day period in so 100, 190 locations. So it's an epidemic of dirt stealing. Another farmer says, The culprit stole soil without considering our hard labor. I'm worried that my rice paddies will again be targeted this coming winter. Oh, no. Yeah. Police think that they stole the dirt in the middle of the night. <laughs> But they have no eyewitnesses. Now, why are people doing, this is the obvious question, why are people going to all the effort to actually steal dirt?
1: Because it's dirt cheap.
0: I guess that would be true. Some people thought it was people who are stealing it uh, because they wanted to um, use it in their vegetable gardens, to grow vegetables.
1: Oh, those gardeners, yeah. But other
0: other people said, no, there's too much clay in that soil. It would not be good for vegetable gardens.
1: I bet it's the garden gnomes.
0: I don't know. Maybe, people, there, maybe there are listeners out there who have an idea why people would want to steal dirt.
1: Or maybe there are some soil thieves out there among our listeners who could explain it to us. Maybe
0: one of our listeners is one of the soil thieves.
1: Yeah, you never know.
0: This would be the time to confess. Right. Confess your sins to us at Planet Japan. If you have stolen dirt, now would be the time to bring it back, put it back in its rightful rice paddy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. This reminds me me of the high school baseball tournaments. You ever notice what they do at the end of a game? The losing team will collect the dirt from the stadium and put it in a bag or a bottle or something as a memento.
1: The losing team?
0: Yeah, the losing team. As a memento of the game (laughs) they lost, apparently. Wow. Well, you know, everybody except for one team ends up with a bunch of dirt they can put on their dresser then.
1: Well, that's no wonder people are stealing dirt and they're replacing it in in the baseball stadiums.
0: It could be the baseball people. Yeah. It could all be tied together. Mm. A lot of people think it could be the yakuza. Well, first it was Extortion. prostitution, then it was drugs, now it's dirt. Right. They are into dirt.
1: Put your hands up, give us all your dirt.
0: Yeah. Okay, I think we we've, we've run this one into the ground, so Indeed. to speak.
1: Is it time for cowtails?
0: I think that's probably a good idea. No. What do you got for me?
1: Okay, first of all, we have a cow obituary. Oh, no. Yep. Sixty-eight cows were felled by one single lightning bolt when they had gathered around a tree during an electrical storm for shelter, and the lightning bolt struck the tree and killed them all.
0: Well, everybody knows you don't get under a tree during a lightning storm.
1: Yeah, well, cows, you know.
0: Nobody told the cows?
1: Isn't that terrible?
0: Oh, man, that's, yeah. that's just sad.
1: And then in cow crime. Oh, yeah yep in India, a Hindu mob attacked another religious village a different of a different religion. They torched homes and killed three people after hearing rumors that this other religious group had slaughtered cows for purposes of eating beef. Oh my God so the lesson here is don't mess with cows, man, and that's cowtails so
0: you mean to tell me some people actually eat cows
1: um i've heard yeah.
0: Apparently. That is shocking. I've never really heard that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's it for cowtails. That's it. Okay, thank you very much. What do you got for our geek jargon this week?
1: Today's geek jargon is Haniwaruku. These are high school girls in northeastern Japan who have started wearing sweatpants under their uniform skirts, their school uniform skirts. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Okay, what they do is they... I think that if the skirts were at their regular length, that there's the regulation length, they mm-hmm. would probably be okay. But the high school girls in Japan like to hike up those skirts to make mini skirts. Yes, they do. And then they're embarrassed because there are these guys going around with cameras trying to peep up uh-huh. their skirts. Yeah. The Marilyn Monroe Syndrome. Indeed. All right. So what they've done now is they've started wearing sweatpants <laughs> under the short skirts.
0: Yeah. I've seen that. It looks kind of goofy.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently... That this image to Japanese people reminds them of the haniwa figurines, those clay figures that they put around those prehistoric grave mounds oh, in sure. that part of Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why they call them haniwa,
0: haniwa. Haniwa? Haniwa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that's today's geek jargon. Now you know. Wow. Oh, by the way, I heard a new Japanese English word the other day: skinship. Have you ever heard that word?
1: Sure have. It's been around quite a while.
0: How come I've never heard it before? Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was a fun word, skinship. Mm. Japanese English, of course, is pretty much a brand new language where people borrow English words and kind of mix them up and put them together to make new, completely new words.
1: It's a new language,
0: really. Yeah, but it sounds familiar. But at the same time, it's baffling.
1: Yeah, it can be quite misleading.
0: Kind of like British English. (laughs) (laughs) Or Australian English for them. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, this uh, student of mine was telling me about the fact that she was going to see her boyfriend in England in mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. And I said, well, uh, that's great, but uh, I'm sure you're only going to be chatting, right? Wink, wink. And she said, oh, no, we'll probably also have a little skinship. Mm. So right away, my my filthy mind jumps to, to sex, skinship. Sounds like it should mean sex. Skin on chips. Skin on chips, <laughs> that's right. And she said, oh, no, no, no. It just means a kind of a close physical contact. Mm -hmm. And so I looked it up on the internet. And um, originally, the meaning had to do with the bonding of mother and child, skinship. Now it's come to, to mean a broader kind of just physical contact or a closeness that you have with people, skinship. I'm going to try to use that word as much as I can this week at every opportunity. And I would suggest our listeners also try to use that word as much as they can. That's my pearl of wisdom for this week.
1: Thank you. Sure. Uh, Okay, it's time for audio mnemonics.
0: Audio mnemonics is my favorite part of the show.
1: (laughs) Great. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we've been talking about the soil stealing in the rice fields. Mm -hmm. So I thought uh, I might teach everyone the kanji for rice. Go for it. Now, rather ironically, this kanji is the same kanji used for America. Oh, really? Yep. That's interesting. So if there's a a little uh, country symbol after it, then it doesn't mean rice country, it means America.
0: Really? Because America is famous for its (laughs) rice.
1: At any rate, um, the kanji is uh, very interesting. It's not so difficult, really. Just imagine a man standing. This is definitely a man, not a woman. Mm -hmm. Standing, arms out to the side, the legs out also. Okay. And a a wide stance. Yep. And this man is impaled... On a tree. Impaled. Or a post. Yep.
0: That's got to hurt.
1: And he's waving his hands and <laughs> arms up and down.
0: I see. It's kind of like a scarecrow.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. Yeah. Impaled on a big post.
1: That's right. Waving his arms
0: mm-hmm. up and down. Because he's in great pain.
1: That's right.
0: That would be the reason.
1: And that's right. And the pronunciation is usually kome. And then sometimes it's be as in beikoku, which mm-hmm. is America. But people usually just say America. America. But when it's written down, often you'll see Beikoku, meaning America. Cool. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, that's this week's audio mnemonics kanji. Yeah. Wow.
1: Another thing I should point out about rice and the pronunciation Kome is that they use the word Kome when the rice is still in its uncooked form. After it's cooked, it's called Gohan. Okay. Kome
0: is uncooked. Gohan is cooked. That's right. Gohan, go- gohan also means meal. That's right. Doesn't it? Mhm. It does. Because doubles. people eat rice for every damn meal they have. Breakfast, lunch and dinner. Mhm. Just can't get too much rice.
1: Rice and fish.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's why only 2.9% of Japanese women are considered obese, while in America, 36% of women are considered to be obese. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? However,
1: in Japan, rice is considered fattening by women. What? Yes, when they're on a diet, they don't eat rice. Really? And they eat plain white rice with no butter, nothing on it. Yet it's considered fattening. I wouldn't think there'd be anything unhealthy about white rice. And if Japanese people think white rice is fattening, I wonder what they think about chocolate cake.
0: Oh, they love the chocolate cake, though.
1: Yeah, and you yeah. wonder why people aren't fatter.
0: The people are getting fatter.
1: They are. Yeah, this is true. But still, nothing compared to. And it's
0: it's all because of our friend Ronald McDonald.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Ronald and his friends are, are completely responsible for the fattening up of Japan. Okay. I think we better get out of here before we do any more damage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did like to, uh, would like to thank people who have voted for us over at uh, Podcast Alley this month. We, um, our rating is doing quite well for November.
1: Great. If you haven't voted, get over, move on over there and vote, please.
0: All you have to do is go to our website, which is planetjapan.org, and you'll see a link there to vote for planet japan near the bottom and it's very easy it takes about one minute and you will feel better about yourself after you do it it'll give you a boost of self-confidence that you've never really experienced before
1: and i'd like to give out a special moon to uh the latest donation we received
0: you could do that i guess yeah all right ready there it comes
1: you know who you are this is just for you okay Mm -hmm.
0: That was a long moo.
1: Was that? Hmm. Yeah. That was extra special moo.
0: Yeah. Would you say this would be a good example of controlled mooing, this particular show? I think so. No, think so? There
1: were a couple willy-nillies in there, but, you know, <laughs> give me time. I'll tame them. Tame the moos.
0: You know, my, my best friend in high school was named willy-nilly. That's true. Mr. Nilly, we used to call him. Did he moo? No. Oh, he was not allowed to move. I see. Yeah. By the way, if people have messages for us, of course they can leave them at planetjapan zero five at com. That's where we are. And we are also right here in Okayama, Japan. If you're listening in another country and you've never been to Japan, you should come and visit us. You can stay at my place <laughs> or Amy's place.
1: Yeah, I live in a barn as long as you don't mind. You're welcome. With the cows. I have extra stalls. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So thank you to everybody. We're so happy you're out there listening to us because oh. otherwise we'd just be talking to ourselves. <laughs>
1: I also wanted to let people know if you've ever wondered what it's like to live on a very small island in the Seto Inland Sea then you should go over to the podcast called You Live Where mm-hmm. and I did an interview with Jordan over there and you can hear it
0: All you have to do is go to www. You live where. that's you, the letter you, not the word you, you com. But this guy, he does have an interesting podcast. It consists of interviews with people who live in very unusual places. Right. It's a great idea. And
1: right now he's featuring people who live on islands.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. How come nobody ever calls me and wants to interview me?
1: You don't live on an island.
0: I live live on a a planet. I live in a Japanese apartment. That's pretty unusual. Isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. I think so.
1: Give him the idea.
0: Okay, somebody call me. I wanna I wanna be famous like Amy is. Okay, thanks everybody. We will see you again next week. Don't forget to come back. Bye bye.